so it's last episode we're talking about one plus eight talking about some renders that emerge new look a, a, a new look one plus eight and then it's like five minutes later maybe it was a little more than five minutes but it's it feels like five minutes later one plus eight prototype spotted live in china gizchina.com you can see this dude's got a case on it but this thing you know they got to go in and really examine it they got to go in and be certain that it's not a pre-existing OnePlus device. And sure enough, it's not. And what's cool about this article is if you scroll down a little bit, they they even zoom in. He crops it. Keep going down, Will. A little bit more. He crops a device out. Oh. Yeah, look at that, Will. You see that detail? That's a Photoshop Pro right there. Yeah, he clips the phone out and then starts pointing with red arrows just to... Just because he already predicts the naysayers that are going to be like, oh, this is just a OnePlus 7 Pro. Huh. Dude. Bro. And instead, he, he, he dives in and he says, check out the camera array. Different than the 7T and 7 Pro. Uh, the flash layout. And then he points down at the bottom of the device where he sees some extra lettering next to where the OnePlus branding would normally be, and he suggests it could be OnePlus 5G. He also mentions the new color gradient never seen on those previous models. So because of this, because of these red arrows in his Photoshop, now we know. I'm sold. That's it. Go buy yourself a OnePlus 8. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is crazy the pace at which OnePlus is working over there. It's crazy. It's shocking. Yeah. Uh, we visited the facility... You're seeing models. You don't even know what you don't even know what's going on. I mean, I don't know if you're not supposed to see it. See it. You got models flying out the door. It's like every day. Mm -hmm. You're pumping prototypes. Imagine that, Will. Imagine doing that much work. Yeah, making us look bad. That's they a just, lot of precision right there. They're just pumping prototypes. Yeah. It's just another day at the office for them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one plus eight. So we talked about it based on the renders, and this looks exactly like the renders. It could potentially have this hole punch on the front in the top corner, small little hole punch. Uh, the camera array getting its adjustment. Of course, you're going to get the chip upgrade as you would. We're at a point right now where OnePlus is releasing four flagship smartphones a year and scheduled releases every six months. And that's a small company inside of a big company that's making about a billion phones in the same period of time. That's BBK. Willie do. You stack them all up. Oppo, Vivo, uh, Realme, uh, OnePlus. It's unbelievable, the pace now. It used to be a feat of engineering. Now, it's just another good. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could be pumping out nuts and bolts. Industrial revolution style, nuts and bolts, but instead now it's smartphones. So this is reportedly a prototype of the OnePlus 8 or 8 Pro. I believe this, uh, the individual that wrote this article thinks it's the Pro version. He also thinks the Pro version will maintain the pop-up camera. He thinks that's too advanced. And the marketing potential of having a full screen situation is too much to let go of. And he then thinks the non-pro model may have the hole punch, providing two options. We'll have to wait and see if that's true. 
But of course, the 5G aspect is exciting as well, which this one appears to have. He's got the ugly case on it in the leak because that's what they do with mm -hmm. these. When they send these out into the wild for testing, they, they put a case. Usually the case is even more ugly than that, and you can't even see the device within it. But we're at a point right now, Will, where there's so many phones coming out. This guy might have even felt safe in the street where he's sitting there thinking, ah, it looks like the 7. Ah, I could just be at this McDonald's right now. Yeah. Just have this Big Mac right now and, uh, and just pluck away on this next generation tech with the 5G and so on. Anyway, OnePlus 8 reportedly confirmed via this prototype in China, confirming the renders that existed during the last episode just a few days ago. That's how it goes in a smartphone game. Hmm. T-Mobile claims it's going to give free internet to 10 million homes if the Sprint merger goes through. I don't know if you've been following this. Few people have been asking me to, to talk about this. I got to be honest about it. I'm not a customer of either of these companies. I don't, I'm not even a customer of a telco in the U.S. Or a Canadian. Yeah, it just a, it would... It would be impossible for me to, to be a customer. I mean, maybe if I well, travel. Well, you could. Just constantly roaming here. I just, yeah, that's right. I could just send money to them. So then I'm a, yeah. I could be like Verizon. Or, yeah. Once upon a time, you could probably make the case for it if you traveled a ton because roaming was such a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But now, internationally, even with the carriers here in Canada, who are some of the least competitive in the world, they still figured roaming out somehow. Yeah. So it's not too much of a concern. But anyway, I'm not a customer, so it's a, it's a bit... Uh, tough to speak on without personal investment in the space, but it is interesting to me just from a, an analysis of the competition. I'm a technology enthusiast, obviously, and so you can't help but wonder if this is going to be a negative thing for the competitive marketplace. Uh, there's already such a limited selection of major players in the landscape. Here in Canada, we have our very own version of it with basically three major players dominating everything and kind of, uh, I mean, yes, there are some restrictions that the CRTC here, I guess, can uh, somehow control their behavior to a certain degree with limited functionality. There's just not very many options. And so I understand the apprehension in the U.S. of allowing this merger to take place and eliminating one more one more competitor, essentially. So it's going to be uh, Verizon, AT&T, and then T-Mobile. Those are the big three? That would be. Sprint would be gone. Right. Yeah, Sprint would be gone right. if this goes through. Now, it's not going to be so easy for this to go through, by the way, because there has been resistance inside uh, the, the, the group responsible for allowing these mergers to take place. What are they called, by the way? There's a name for those people with that responsibility. The Attorney General. How about that? And so, anyhow, it hasn't been met with... Uh, not everybody's on board. As, as cool as the CEO... You know the CEO of T-Mobile. He's marching around. You get the hair thing yes. and the, uh, the outfit. And he's, he's young and cool. He swears. He swears on stage. He was actually very, he was uh, upset when I bent the iPhone back in the day. Really? Yeah, because yeah, they just got the iPhone, oh. T-Mobile, and then he went on stage. He was on a couch. He was like, that. who's this guy bending? He, he referenced it. So anyway, we, we, we buried the beef, though. I was just, you know, that was a different era. Yeah. That was a different era, different time.
uh, that was the iPhone 6. And T-Mobile was very excited at the time to have the iPhone 6. And he was doing a panel and somebody asked him if he saw the video. And he took it out of his pocket. He's like, look, I can't do, I can't. As you would if you were charismatic with the yeah. pink shirt and, uh, and the whole thing going on as the CEO of T-Mobile. Anyhow, so it's understandable they want to push this through. It will be beneficial to, to them. This is something they want. But it hasn't been met completely with applause. And T-Mobile, as far as this article is stating, is aiming to kind of change public opinion, potentially the opinion of, uh, of the attorney general and whoever else is involved, the, the FCC, the Justice Department, all these people that have to sign off on this on a on an on a merger of this magnitude. So they say, hey, we're gonna give 10 million homes internet. And they even go a step further, as you would if you were looking to generate sympathy, and they say, we're gonna bring this to the households that need it. Well, we're gonna bring it to the children. Yeah. yeah bring it to the we're gonna save the children. The empathy card. Yeah, we're gonna we you know how many children need to get on YouTube kids right now? <laughs> Gotta save the children. Yeah. They could be watching slime videos and they're not. They get uh, yeah. sparkles and yeah. and they're not. And it's just not right. It's not, it's it's anti-American, in fact. No, I'm just having fun, obviously. It actually sounds pretty good. They say eligible families will receive up to 100 gigabytes of free internet access each year. One free Wi-Fi-enabled hotspot and the option to purchase select Wi-Fi-enabled devices at the company's cost. So no profit margin. And I'm sure there are families out there that need access to this. I'm sure there's kids out there that need access to this. Uh, it really could affect your your the outlook of your entire life, whether or not you can have this type of access or if others are going to have an advantage over you. I Young me could be at home on the on the Wikipedia late at night, just putting the knowledge up top. Yes. Meanwhile, what, what, what's your other option? If you, imagine you don't have a connection. What are you watching? I don't know what you're doing. TV. I guess you could read books. Stick in a, stick in a hoop. Maybe you'd be better off. Then you go back to the library if it's still there. You could, you could go there and just remove the plywood block in the library and just have it all to yourself. It's no, like I apologize. I, there's libraries out there still. Still resources. You can use a computer in a library, actually. Hmm. Believe it or not. Don't ask me how I know that, but it's true. <laughs> you can. Uh, but anyhow, no, I'm all for people being connected, learning, s seeing the bigger picture, getting out there, getting outraged on social media. Okay, maybe don't do that last part. So anyhow, they spice up the deal by saying, we got this new thing. It's called Project 10 Million. We're going to provide 10 million households with free access to the internet, a $10 billion commitment. And the new T-Mobile will do it. So let us take Sprint. Just, shh, just stop with all the... Just quiet over it. Yeah. Just let us do this Sprint thing. Let us count the money. And we'll bring it to some household. And it's going to be good for the country. That's the argument. The company has also vowed to invest another $700 million to put hardware hotspots and reduce cost devices in 10 million households to deliver this access. Here's the quote. From Legere, you show us where they are, and we'll jointly figure out a way to get this in their hands. You see that, Will? Hmm. It's for the people. Maybe. 
you're not buying it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Hey, man, you never know with this stuff. But I'm saying if one one guy gets connected, starts watching this show, yeah. starts watching Unbox Therapy, who knows where it goes. Mm-hmm. It's only up from there, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Singles Day, ever heard of it, Will? Yeah, of course you did. We talked about it. You had a whole singles day thing oh, yeah. on Unbox Therapy uh, show, the last show. Go check it out. We'll, we'll do at the end of the video. He has a whole thing in his chair over there. And yeah. You got a whole you got a whole thing. Keep him busy. Singles day. Yeah, you had a whole thing, though. Yes. Yeah, so people, go check it out. Uh, they broke every record ever. Billion dollars in the first minute. They always do. Every Billion year. dollars in a minute. Yeah. How to make a billion dollars in a minute? Well, first, you got to be named Jack Ma. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Then you start something called AliExpress. Yep. And then you make a billion dollars in a minute. Yeah. Oh, you got to start singles day too. You got to look at a funky yeah. date on the calendar and 11, say, huh? 11. You just got to say, huh? Who's not being celebrated right now? Everybody's yeah. getting, people who are married, they got a wedding. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day is here, you know. It's... He's saying, what about the singles? Yeah. Who's celebrating them? Yeah. And so you say, who needs to buy stuff more than a single anyway so they can feel... Yeah, get a gift for yourself. Participate in the community. Somehow, buy things. So what I found out, and to be, to be fair, any of these holidays, I'm not picking on Singles Day because it's all crazy. Christmas, Valentine's, who can keep it together? Buy this, buy that. They tell you you're, you're buying things all the time. Do we do we really need another? Yeah, I guess we do. Another celebration of some kind. That's why Thanksgiving is the best holiday. Because you don't. Know, it's not even about that. Yeah, you just get together and have turkey. I guess if you're a turkey farmer, it's a big day. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if you're a turkey farmer, it's a big day. If you're a turkey farmer, you're probably in this. You're probably part of this Singles Day. Sale and you had the cart filled up with half a billion anyway uh. beforehand because the turkeys from Thanksgiving. Uh. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, obviously it blew away all the records. It does every year. It has, as Will's showcasing here from 2014 on, it has increased in volume substantially. It is now the thing that people wait for, mostly in Asia, but it's spreading out now as it would any successful thing. It spreads outward and the billion dollars in the first minute really was the thing that stood out to me. And it, it sort of helped me to recognize what it says about the shopping habit in general. That these individuals, they didn't just want to shop, but they were prepared in advance with the carts full. So that in that minute, it all got executed immediately. Boom. Mm. They checked out instantaneously. So they were so, they, were, they knew what they wanted. It wasn't the kind of tire kicking. You know, have you ever, me on Black Friday, it's a mess. Yeah. I'm scrolling. I don't know. Is that a good deal? I don't know. They, on the other hand, they just tell you what the deal's going to be in advance and let everybody get, get the stuff in the cart. It's an interesting mm-hmm. model. It's different. I kind of like it. I think Amazon should do the same thing. I know they kind of leak out certain things in advance, but imagine... If you could be fully prepared in advance, you might take more advantage of it and you might 
dedicate more of your spending to that particular day. I'm not really certain, but either way, this blows Black Friday out of the water. Billion in over a minute. Uh, uh, the other site, actually, JD, they're the other big players in e-commerce in China. They also had records themselves. It wasn't just AliExpress that benefited. Alibaba reported selling $1 billion worth of goods in the first minute and eight seconds. It sold $12 billion in the first hour. China's biggest online direct retailer, JD.com, reported sales of $25.6 billion by mid-afternoon. They're just playing with billions as if it's, as if it's millions, really. Hmm. Millions turned into billions as far as this day is concerned. So uh, I had heard this in advance. I sort of assumed this was going to go down. Uh, some people in the comment section had told me this thing about getting all their carts set up that would just automatically go through on, on the day. It's kind of an interesting concept. They also had Taylor Swift. You didn't know that part, Will. Alibaba Group tweeted out, Taylor Swift confirmed. She was in China? Yeah, she was there for Alibaba's Double Eleven Countdown Gala. Hmm. You didn't know they had a gala. So, hmm. what do you think they paid for, for Swift in China? Paid her that billion. A couple bucks. A yeah. couple of dollars. Mm -hmm. You don't get Swift in China for nothing. I'll tell you what. All right, this next one. Uh, you probably didn't see this. Do you know who Chrissy Teigen is? I hear her a lot in social media. Chrissy Teigen. But I have no idea who she is. She's married to John Legend. I know, That's all I know. I know exactly as much as you know prior to seeing this story right here. Uh... I guess we could look up what is she an actress or a model? Okay. Solved. Kirk solved it. You don't even have to look it up. A model. She so this thing, okay, now everyone's wondering why I brought this up. Because they're like, wait, what? Lou? Talking about models or what? Well, this showed up in my feed because it's tech related. If okay. it's tech related, it shows up in my feed, Will. That's how it works. This week, Chrissy Teigen tweeted this little anecdote about her mom buying AirPods a few times a month. Here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. I'll read it to you. My mom treats her AirPods like they're disposable. Buys a few a month. She says they would be easier to not lose if they had a cord. Okay. Will, you hear the tweet? Mm -hmm. You hear the tweet? Okay. Now, what's your... What do you feel? What's your reaction to that tweet before you scroll down any further? I mean, why is she buying so many AirPods? I mean, you can just tell her. I think you're seeing this too literally here, Will. <laughs> Try it again. <clears throat> I know. Yeah, she's tweeting about how her mom is disposing AirPods, right? Well, yeah, but the whole thing is obviously, it's meant to be humor. It's meant to be comedy, right? It's a, it's a... Whether you laugh or not, maybe it's a good joke, maybe it's a bad joke, but the point being, obviously, she's not losing AirPods every five seconds. She's probably lost a couple pairs of AirPods. Mm -hmm. And Chrissy's frustra uh, frustrated with it, and she goes, okay, I'm going to try to make some humor out of it because here I am watching my mom buy another box of AirPods. Uh. It's kind of funny. But see, I think a lot of people took it how you took it, obviously. Yeah, just reading it, I mean, you know. But e even, even there, what's weird is Maybe it's not weird at all. It should be fully expected. People flipped out on her. Uh, here are some of the tweets. Most of your followers can't afford medicine. But this is definitely a thing you can tweet. 
Okay. That's one response. How about this? Meanwhile, a few miles from Chrissy's home, and it shows a bunch of people living in tents. Uh, no, please. How will she survive on only $500 million instead of $900 million? Think of the AirPods. Hilariously out of touch. Why did you tweet this? Why did you think this was a good idea? Eat the rich. Can people stop senselessly flexing on the poor like this? <clears throat> uh, well, he went at her, as, as you would if you were on Twitter, because what else are you doing there? You're obviously, you're obviously not doing anything. You're <laughs> Bored. That's the best part of this. The best part of this is that you're also on Twitter. Uh -huh. If you're the one that's, that's mad. You're, you're also there. You're not anywhere else doing anything about the thing that you're talking about. You're talking about the thing. Yeah. The original thing. Anyhow, so this has obviously been uh, uh, the type of occurrence that's becoming incredibly common. I'm bringing it up because it's about AirPods. It's a bad AirPods joke. That's all it is. It's a bad AirPods joke. Essentially what it is is, ha-ha, AirPods are really easy to lose. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. But of course, it has to turn into something so much more dark. It's like, so out of touch. How dare she? Uh, eat the rich. Like, what? Okay, all right. Seems extreme. But people, it turned into a game, this whole thing. This whole thing turned into a game. Wait for somebody to step on a little mine and then, and then watch and, and be entertained and participate in the entertainment. Right. It's like, it's like uh, the Colosseum in Rome. With the gladiator in the middle and the lion comes out and everybody in the crowd, get him! Mm -hmm. Eat him! <laughs> and then at the end, with the thumbs up or the thumbs down, people yeah. love the power of being able to vote all the time and put it out there. Now, I don't know this girl very well, so I don't know if this is a trend of hers to act super rich. But if she is super rich, whatever, how else is she going to act? Now, the troublesome part for me is that she has to then back off of it because of the response. So she has to come out and say, uh, oh man, I haven't checked my mentions for a bit and I didn't realize how many people were super pissed off about this. It was meant as a joke and exaggeration about how my mom doesn't re realize AirPods without the cord are just headphones. But it came across as super tone deaf and icky. She used the word icky. Mm. So it's got two jokes in there. AirPods are easy to lose, and the AirPods my mom really wants aren't AirPods at all. Hmm. You see, it's two, two jokes in there. What mom really wants is AirPods without the air part, which yeah. is the reason everybody wants air. It's not even a terrible thing. It's not even a terrible joke. I kind of, it's not phrased perfectly well, but the idea is in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. She then goes on to say, I will do better to not be such an expletive. I promise I will not always say the right thing in the right way, but I also promise I hate disappointing or pissing you guys off. I'm sorry, and I will do better. And it's just like... So it becomes an apology. I don't After know, man. It's a bad joke. But, but how apologize. do you know if all you ever do is bend? If all you ever do is wait for the response and then try to figure out what, what thoughts are even yours? 
Mm-hmm. In that, of course, we're constantly reflecting on others around us. But in a public sphere, once you tweet something, if people perceive it the wrong way, can't you co- just come out and say, oh, you, I think you perceive that the wrong way and then leave it at that. But no, see, because of the whole mechanics of how these setups work, you have to back off so far the other way. But then it's like, who are you? Who are you? What are you? Are you just simply a reflection of what the, of the mob? Mm-hmm. You just, oh, that's what they want instead? Okay, sorry. That's what I am too. I'm that thing. Exactly as you said. Now, and then everybody is working through this filter. Then no one's being, well, you can't. There is no honesty left. You yeah. can't actually be honest because you're so concerned about the backlash. And, and again, it doesn't apply in every single case. Obviously, people do say terrible things, but I just don't think this is one of those terrible things. I, I just can't read that and think that her intent is to right. make fun of people who can't afford AirPods. I just can't see that. But I, I suppose that's why people call it tone deaf. That's a way of saying, even if you didn't intend on being mean, guess what? You're mean! In social media, yeah. Guess what you're and mean. Even with this apology here, like she, she won't be forgiven. There's still people out there that's trolling her right now. Let me ask you something. You go to school. Your uh, your grandma buys you a gift. She buys you some really expensive sneakers. You wear them to school. Other kids can't afford them. Is that tone deaf? No. It's just the way of life. Is that tone deaf? Hey, you should take a look around, man. Nobody got those sneakers. Tone deaf. And then now I have to think about apologizing. Isn't it? It's like, what? Any degree of discrepancy could be described in such a fashion. Anyhow, look, I don't want to go too deep on it. I already did. But uh, shout out Chrissy Teigen. You don't have to back off it. These people are wild. You can, uh, I mean, these people are wild. That's all I can say. And to the people out there, that that are getting aggravated, I, I promise it's not doing you any good. I, I don't believe it's doing you any good. I think if you look out there and you want to see the worst in each of these situations, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. You really, you'll find it. And it's going to, it becomes kind of contagious because then you look for the worst and other people look for the worst in you and then everybody's constantly going at each other, you know? So... Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you take the optimistic approach. Sometimes you say, oh, I'm sure she didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not the intent. Mm-hmm. People try to argue with the tone deaf stuff. It's not even about the intent. The intent doesn't even matter. <coughs> that wasn't timed like that on purpose, by the way. Mm. It's, just, it's just a separate thing. Mm. Realme takes chunk of Indian mobile market as Samsung slides over 400% more phones shipped Year on year. That's Y-O-Y for the Bloomberg crowd, for the Willie Do crowd, for the business crowd. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> real me is honestly crushing it all the time. There you go. Crushing it all the like, time. They wake up in the morning, they crush. They go to bed insane. at night, crush. Sleeping, pull the blanket up, crush. Crush factory. Yeah, they're up big time. Uh, let's look at the actual figures here. They are now... smartphone market in the third quarter of 2019. That's coming off of 
3.1% a year ago. That The smartphone market in India is just bananas because if any company can increase their market share by 11%, it showcases how many smartphones still have to be sold. How many people still need to grab a smartphone? Mm -hmm. You can see these massive swings. Now, of course, Realme is a spinoff of Oppo. We talked about it earlier. Realme, Oppo, Vivo, all part of BBK. And then within the others segment, you can add OnePlus to that in the same group. Xiaomi, on the other hand, who leads the list for market share in that same period of time in India, they've got the Redmi brand, but they just have it living underneath the Xiaomi header because their most popular devices, in fact, are Redmi devices in that same period of time. A couple of different Redmi devices, I believe, listed in this article here. Yeah, the led by the Redmi 7A and Redmi Note 7 Pro. If you only take online sales into account, Xiaomi has 40% of the market and four out of the top five models. That's just on, just on uh, via online sales. Mm. So it's increasingly turning into a two-horse race. That's where you go, you bet on the horses. Mm. It's a two-horse. Here's who you get to bet on right now. Well, you either get to bet on BBK or Xiaomi. Who are you taking in the long run? Now, oh, I should say, add those up. Do a little math for us, Will. Add up Oppo, Realme, Vivo, and maybe give two or three points to OnePlus. Oh, that looks like a bigger number than Xiaomi. Mm -hmm. So the shadow games are fully at play. Of the number of brand names available underneath the conglomerate, it's wild and choice. And they can all share the various little innovations and progress and everything else and offer such a wide variety of products. It's really amazing. So anyway, the rest of the list, you got Samsung in there at number two. That's how, that's the entire rest of the list. It goes Xiaomi, Samsung, every BBK phone mm. with Realme advancing rapidly. What does this make you think? Well, it helps you recognize the power of having brand names specific for a particular market. Brand names and models targeted at a market and their needs. For Realme itself to pass Oppo is significant. And to potentially pass Vivo, it's very tight right now with a 400% growth. It's powerful. The idea of shape-shifting these devices for a specific audience, a specific culture, a group that's looking potentially for certain things. And that's a recent concept, at least at scale. There's always been little offshoots But at scale, you can imagine this idea being mapped out elsewhere. You can imagine having a brand, well, we talked about it with Huawei, for example. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden that brand doesn't get the love in Western markets, slap another tag on it. Mm -hmm. Come up with a different set of specs that's suitable for the group that you're targeting. Realme and Redmi have proven it. In India. Now, they've also proven it in other ways by being hyper-aggressive on the spec sheet. Building up those brands in that way. But Samsung's the the loser of the bunch. Down 8.5%. And the others tag at the bottom down 53.6%. Oppo, Realme, Vivo, BBK, and Xiaomi have eaten the market whole. It's a wrap. You can take Samsung out of there. It's over. 
And it nope. really feels like a numbers game. Like in terms of hardware, I mean, you're talking about um, OnePlus that's having like four phones a year. Yeah. And it's like, well, you add Vivo and Oppo there and Realme. It's like there's so many choices for so that choices. one company. So many year. choices. Yeah. So, and they don't over, they don't overcommit to a particular model. Mm -hmm. It's like later clips. You throw you throw it out there. Let the people choose. Yeah. And you can gather so much more information back that way. Oh, people, this is what they like. Okay, cool. Let's go do this one. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the traditional model, it's one, two phones a year, whatever it might be. You got to wait a long time. To, to get that fresh feedback and, and, and see if people want something different than what you're making. So, anyway, nonetheless, congrats to them. They keep doing it. I'll tell you what, from the Indian audience that obviously I see on our channels, it's all real me, read me. It's all I'm hearing about. Mm -hmm. So, if that's any indication of how hot it is, I mean, it's on fire. Shout out. Shout out. I don't know if you heard about this one with the Apple card. I don't really know what to say about this one. Well, I got to thinking about about it because the the accusation here is that the Apple Card algorithmically is discriminating against women. That's 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 the headline. That's the accusation. Two people sign up for the card: husband, and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And the male gets, I think it was 10x. 20 times higher credit limit than the female. And then you get a follow-up from Steve Wozniak, of course, the co-founder of Apple. Mm -hmm. He says, same thing happened. I got 10x the credit limit. We have no separate bank or credit card accounts or any separate assets. Hard to get a human for a correction, though. It's big tech in 2019. Uh, so whose algorithm is it? It would be That's Goldman it. Sachs, I would assume. Yeah. But who knows what degree of control Apple has over how that operates. I'm not really sure on that. They Maybe they have some involvement. Maybe they have none. Uh, I believe Goldman Sachs actually responded. They denied that gender factored into any decisions made about credit limits, saying that accounts are based on the individual and the person's specific credit history. Here's their quote. As with any other individual credit card, your application is evaluated independently. We look at individual's income and an individual's credit worthiness, which includes factors like personal credit scores, how much debt you have, and how that debt has been managed. Based on these factors, it is possible for two family members to receive significantly different credit decisions. <clears throat> is it possible... Both of these uh, people... Both of these people that signed up were were a pair, right? My they both were husband and wife situations. Is it possible, by chance, that the earlier application goes through based on the household, and then when the secondary application comes in, they go, "Oh, that household already has twenty grand in credit or whatever." And then the next application comes through with this from the same household, and they say we, we're not going to supply another twenty Gs. Hmm. Is that the case? No. Uh, look, I don't know. Obviously, Goldman Sachs. What are they going to say? They're going to say what they say. That's, we don't take that into into account or consideration. We're, we're not discriminating. They're not going to say that. They're not going to tell you how their algorithm works either. Right. But they do have 
a complex system for determining what these credit limits should look like. Hmm. Funny enough, I think this it, it could also be some strange reverse discrimination in which just like car insurance, males are more likely to take risks. It could be predatory on the flip side where they're saying, yeah, give the dude way more and let him screw it up. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not... Uh, this. I'm just speculating. I'm not suggesting that's what they're doing. But it's a curious type of discrimination because it's credit. And... <clears throat> it's not like somebody got denied the product. It's a question of how much credit an individual should have. It's possible that there's a credit amount that you actually don't want, even if it's really high. It's possible Apple turns around, Will, and says, we're going to give you 2 million credit. And you're like, I don't really even... I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I just buy lunch. That's no, but you see what I'm saying? It's not... You don't always want some enormous credit limit. It's not... Yeah. But I also understand where they're coming from. I know in a household, if you got those two, if you got those two approvals back and your wife has been, she's been looking after the credit score and she see that lower number, like, hey man. It's gonna be a domestic dispute. Yeah. Absolutely. So I get that. And I don't think it's cool for the record. I'm not trying to defend Apple or Goldman Sachs, that's for sure. I don't they don't need defense. They got expensive defense. A lot more expensive than me per hour, I'll tell you what. They got the dudes, the entire floors of dudes in the suits. Well, it's like a fleet of lawyers. Yeah, they do, and they'll they'll figure this one out. Yeah. They already they're probably already sending settlement money to the to the to the person where the whole thing started. Mm. I don't think it's cool, but I also I have a hard time believing that it's malicious. If it is, and it's constant, we'll we'll hear more of it. Yeah, likely. In which case, then you can really determine the origin and the motivation. But as of right now, it looks like we got a couple of cases of that being the case. It just happened to be- It just happened to be Steve Wozniak. <laughs> One of them happened to be Steve Wozniak. So, but it does bring into question algorithms in general. It gets interesting. Algorithms in general, discriminatory algorithms. Algorithms that take advantage of you. Cause I'm on YouTube and it takes advantage of me. Their algorithm, my algorithm. All the time. Just like that, man, they get you. Man, all those algorithms are predatory. They want something from you. It's kind of how it goes. And that's how they improve the algorithm. It's getting to know you. They do the math, man. They yeah. do the math. They sure do. Crunch the numbers. They do the math. It's scary stuff. Anyway. it's You know what else is scary about it? It's so not human. Right, because a human would look at these two credit applications and say, oh, yeah, they're identical. Yeah, works out. Here you go. But algorithms, they're on that nitty-gritty. Mm -hmm. they're, they're diving. They're, they're bobbing and weaving. Whoo! Humans are in trouble. Tell you what. Last one for me. Here's a fun one for you, Will. Here's a fish with a human face. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm going to bring you the fish with the human face. How do I skip over this one? A bizarre video pops up fish in china where else where else would a fish with a face show up remember last time we had the loch ness monster oh, in yeah. china now of course this article is even better for me because it references the dreamcast title seaman which i had that thing on in my living room people thought i was crazy to come over but that's my fish with a face 
and there's a microphone in the VMU unit, don't get me back on Dreamcast. What did you name them? I don't remember. But I had the microphone. <laughs> I would instruct him. I would. You could smack him. Uh, it's very violent. You yeah, you could smack him. You, people wouldn't believe you. You would. You would be at school, and you would say, "I got this game, Seaman. It's this fish on your TV. You could talk to him, and you could smack him." And they like, "You? What do you mean you could smack him?" And they come over and they hit the button on the controller. Like, oh, now yeah. you smack them, and they're like, "All right, yeah, you're right. How did this game? How did this game get made? I don't know to this day." But anyway, we got sidetracked. So this uh, video pops up now. Will I'm going to need you to scroll to the link there, a version of the video. Of course, it popped up. Uh, was it on TikTok or Weibo? Some social media in China. Weibo. It's, it's going to take a minute to load. Weibo. Watch this video. Give 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 it. Kirk, look at that. Kirk, look at that. Oh, baby. Well, if you can't see this, I apologize. You might want to go check out, well, you might want to check out the video version of this show if you're just listening. What you have is a fish in a pond, and it has an incredibly detailed human-looking face on it. It looks like a face has been drawn on the top of its head, sort of, and it's shocking and sort of unbelievable. In fact, and it, it, of course, it's just the pattern, I guess, yes. of, of the coloring of this particular fish. But it's crazy. It's like nature has mimicked. It, maybe it's in a pond. It sees a lot of human faces, ev a rapid evolution. I don't know. Mm. Or just pure chance. But you got to go check out this video. It's uh, It'll throw you right off. Well, on BGR.com, they say it's nightmare fuel. I don't think, I'm a, I don't think it's nightmare fuel for me. But it throws you off, that's for sure. You're not used to seeing it, and it makes you question everything, including this reality. I like how it opens its mouth. It's kind of like a human mouth. Yeah, the mouth eat. lines up with the mouth. Yeah. There's, it looks like it has a nose and eyes, and it looks like it has brows above the eyes. I don't know. I, I, I understand it sounds crazy, but if you go watch the clip, don't look at the picture. The freeze frame doesn't do it justice. you got to watch the clip when you see it move through the water. It really makes the pitch. It really makes the sale. Where was so, this? In I guess in China? In China, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like in Chernobyl or something. Ku, Kuming. I think it's a place called Kuming in China. Anyway, okay. yeah, it's a TikTok video. Look at that. All right, so OnePlus 8 prototype. Yeah, we saw it in, in China. It's coming out. Leaked. We got Taylor Swift. She's in there for Singles Day. Singles Day. Boatloads. Floating. T-Mobile's trying to put internet in homes as you would if you wanted a big merger to go through so you could count those stacks. Everyone's going hard on Chrissy Teigen. I thought it was just a joke. Chill. Uh, India Mobile stuff, always hot. Holy moly. Stuff is moving. Positions are happening. If it was a horse race, it would be the one to watch. Flying back and forth. Who are you going to bet on? Uh, also, the Apple Card thing. Who knows? We'll wait and see what happens. I have a hard time believing it's malicious, but who knows? And then we got the fish with the face. To top it all off, Willie do. What a time to be alive. We're back at it. We're going to be here. We're going to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a daily thing. Monday to Friday. There you have it. Anything you want to say to people out there? Have a good day.